At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Are you thinking about starting a podcast but don't know where to start? Let me take a second to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast across a plethora of listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the big ones. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, completely free. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, do yourself a favor and check out anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. All right, here we are. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen, all the non-binary folk out there. It's good to be back on the Big Dumb Inquiries. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle, the Rain Man Rainey, host of the Big Dumb Podcast. And, and I'm, I'm Shane from Inquiries of Our Reality, co-host extraordinaire. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I guess in the true sense, co-hosts are half and half you know what i mean you, you, sometimes you have a co-host that's just kind of there to go ha, 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 or like you know like a hype man you know like in the background of a rap like yeah yeah you know yeah. those are good you need those people but uh i think in this setting we are true co-hosts so um but yeah just this like is a, says big dumb inquiries just yeah. as much you as me sir Dude, what a perfect blending of names right it's it's it, you did good with that <laughs> good job thank you i appreciate I it was, it was hard our episode we did uh Together before we started this, I was like, I wanted to call it Big Dumb Inquiries, but I was like, that'd be confusing because we're starting this show. So I didn't want to uh, get, you know, jump the gun. So I, I, dude, the title I came up with that episode was fucking shitty. I'm so sorry, dude. Usually I'm better about titles. <laughs> I think I called it like intros into inquiries. It was so bad. <laughs> Mine was called Big Dumb Swapcast. So I mean, it's pretty cool. But do you know how many Big Dumb Swap, you know, Big Dumb Swapcast title episodes I have? <laughs> like at least four. <laughs> So <laughs> I can't do that anymore, but, uh, yeah, but anyway, so this is big dumb inquiries. It's our Patreon exclusive show on, uh, on the inquiries of reality, Patreon. And, uh, we're here to, uh, answer your questions. And so, you know, to start off, we have some questions that we have been asking ourselves that we're trying to get a grip on and, uh, break down the best we can, um, kind of sarcastic, kind of serious, depending on the topic, but we just try to have fun with it. <clears throat> Little short, sweet, quit hit it and quit it kind of episodes. So 
Uh, our first topic tonight, man. Uh, it's a it's a topical topic. Everyone's talking about it. Uh, Elon Musk uh, buying Twitter, and so we, we we can talk about that in particular. You know, Elon Musk and, and the Twitter aspect. But I also wanted to get into Elon Musk in general. Like, what does he represent? What is what are what's his intentions? What's his motivation behind these things? And uh, yeah, we can we can get into it. Do you want to put your comment first, or you want to play the clip? Yeah, we can we can play the clip. Um, well, okay, let, no, let's talk about it first because the clip is a little more involved. So, Elon Musk, right? Billionaire extraordinaire, um, cool guy, right? Everyone's favorite. You know, he he posts memes. He gets high on the Joe Rogan podcast. He makes uh, badass cars, and you know, he shoots his dick shaped less dick shaped than Bezos, but still dick shaped. Nonetheless, he shoots his dick shaped rockets into space, which in my head is some sort of men into space. It's some sort of like a subconscious, like, you know, they never got laid in high school or, you know, they're just, they have some sort of like, um, they're compensating for something. You know, they say here in Texas, guys with big trucks have little dicks. Well, what if you fucking have a literally a fucking dick shaped rocket and you're fucking the universe with it, right? You're just constantly fucking shooting these big ass rockets into this. You know what I mean? It's so penetrating so, the sky. Yeah, exactly. And injecting you're, your semen. It's like you're fucking the world, right? No, you didn't get fucked enough, so you're fucking the world. So that's part of it. That's one aspect, right? Um, two. He's kind of fun, you know. He he's fun. He's he he has funny memes. He calls out people. And, and something I heard on another podcast recently was like, I don't even remember where I heard it, but it was uh, like judging people based on who they, who, who they piss off. Right. And I think like, that's why I liked Trump was because of the people who he pissed off major corporations, um, you know, certain politicians, the deep state, like the people he pissed off are, are indicative of, who uh, a person is, right? You know what I mean? Like if you if you met me for the first time and I just pissed you off, or I I pissed off other people in the community, or or I you know I was just a dick all the time, and I pissed off everybody, you wouldn't want to talk to me. But it's who you piss off, in a sense that kind of can gauge what you what you're about, right? So I True. like that about Elon because of who he pisses off. Uh, I think that's a great, great point. I can hear myself breathing. I don't know what my, my noise gate's too loud. I think I'm just fucking tired, dude. My <sighs> Short winded. You're so excited about the topic. Oh, I know. Uh... Anyway, so, so that's my thing. Um, and we can get into more detail on what he represents, you know, Tesla, SpaceX, all his, uh, his endeavors. But what are your initial thoughts just on the guy? And then we can talk about t- uh, Twitter. So my whole thing with him, <clears throat> he's a very likable guy, of course. Like you were saying, he posts a lot of fun things on Twitter. A lot of people want to follow him because he's a very interesting guy. But the conspiracy, conspiracy theorist in me wants to question the fact that he's so intentionally likable to try to get people on his side. But then the things that he's working on kind of scare me a little bit. And that's kind of where I'm at. So he's kind of like a mix between like, uh, you know, he could be a savior of technology or he could be an evil genius that's getting everybody to play into his, his part. And how is the best way to get everybody to play into your part? You got to make them like you first, just like 
I don't want to compare him to Hitler because he's by no means like Hitler, but of course, everybody, when they first met him, enjoyed him, liked him, and that's why they all followed him. And then look what ended up happening down the road. So right. there's a possibility for it to lean both ways. But. Yeah, and he, he does have that, I guess, the potential for evil genius. You know, look at every Bond villain. They're billionaires. They're tech guys. They are, you know, somewhat like charisma. Well, not even People Bond wanna, villains, but just follow in, them. in general, most villains, you know, super villains in movies are, uh, for example, Kingsman, right? You remember Kingsman, the movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, the bad guy, Samuel L. Jackson, he's a tech billionaire who wants to stop climate change by killing all the humans, by putting a chip in their brains, by, you know, all that stuff. And he ends up fucking just killing all the elites. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, that that's the, the, the conspiracy angle is what are the motivations behind this? Because a little background on him, you know, he, he comes from money, from South Africa. He's an African-American, believe it or not. Um, he His parents were you know, blood diamond emerald miners. And that's where his, most of his money came from. He, he, I, I'm pretty sure he had something to do with PayPal and some other, you know, early tech ventures. Was um, he part of Bitcoin or something like that too at one point? No, 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 no. Or he I was mean, pushing some kind of cryptocurrency. I just don't remember which one it he, was. He, he would push Doge, but buy Bitcoin. <laughs> so <laughs> that's another one of those things, right? He, He's kind of responsible for the Bitcoin, the the crypto crash in general back up a couple years ago when crypto was just going up, 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 up. And then he went on Saturday Night Live. Everyone thought it was going to fucking go crazy. And it did for about the first five minutes he was on the show. And then it everyone fucking sold because it just went super, everyone went, everything went super high and then just crashed. And it's never really gone back up since then to that level. Any crypto, really. So... There's that aspect where he was pumping fucking a shit coin like Doge, but then buying up Bitcoin on all the dips, right? When he would be like, oh, he, well, and the thing, his Twitter was so powerful. Like you said, people like to follow him. It's so powerful. He could literally move markets with a tweet, you know, not just Bitcoin and, and crypto, but stock markets as well, as well. So, and then we go into his money, right? It come. he has some family money. Um, and then also, uh, in my opinion, a lot of his money, SpaceX isn't a civilian venture, dude. Most of his money comes from government contracts, Defense Department. I mean... Isn't if, he the main one that supplies to NASA now? It's like him, between him and Bezos, but it's primarily him, if I'm not primarily mistaken. Primarily him. Uh, also, like, missile technology, um, battery technology, all that stuff that he's working on. Most of it is involved in some sort of government or defense contract. So that there's that. Not to say his technology isn't great or it's not cool or it's not you know advancing progress, but I always say this about technology. Technology is our saving grace. It is a it is powerful. It has the potential to change the world for the better. But the people who have the technology, who grasp it, Twitter for example, um they don't have the best intentions, right? And I think he does a good job of letting everyone know he has good intentions um, or making us think that he does with his technologies. Like, yeah, we're going to colonize Mars. Okay, well, we're, we're we're like three years past when you said we were going to do it. You know what I mean? What's what's going on? 
the other questionable part too is the fact that uh, <clears throat> he want, he was the one that was going in front of everybody and questioning AI and saying we need to make regulations, all this kind of stuff, and then tell me why he's one of the top people doing AI. So it's kind of like, hey, look, I'm being, you know, I'm thinking about the future and everybody should be careful, but then why at the same time is he also the one that's like the top producer of that shit? It's also the kind of weird part about it. It's kind of like, like me because I'm against it, but yet he's going to be the one that controls the market. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. And I think he's doing that with all of his technologies. You know what I mean? I, that's just, you know, electric cars. Dude, there's no way that he... I've not seen enough Teslas on the road to justify the amount of money he has and power and, like, the stock price of Tesla. Because it's all, it's all based on what could potentially happen, right? Because there's just there's not enough cars being sold... And the competition is ramping up. I mean, Ford's working on EVs. Um, uh, Coming from Fisker. Michigan, though, there's a, there's a lot of Teslas out here. It might be a little bit different because because uh, being in Texas, everybody you know wants to drive gas powered things. But as far as Michigan goes, dude, I swear it's like one in every ten cars is a Tesla. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I guarantee you, it's probably even higher in California. I feel like there's a lot of fucking Teslas in California. I bet, dude. I bet you're right on that. So I don't know. So you know. Is he a bad guy? I don't know. I don't trust anyone with that kind of money and power. Um, but he he hasn't done anything to piss me off yet, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? There's like, one thing that he's done that kind of has me on the fence, and that's the whole Nero Link thing he's working on. Yeah, so you, so yeah, well, that piss, pisses me <laughs> That doesn't piss it's me mixed off. Emotion, it's, it's yeah, it's like mixed emotions, dude. Thing. Because when he first pitched it, as someone with like a spinal cord injury, I was like, oh, that's fantastic, right? But that doesn't mean I want to put a fucking chip in my brain. You know what I mean? So let's play this clip. Um, let me share screen here. And get it on another page. Let's see. So I'll play the clip first, but I got a couple of questions as far as the Neuralink goes, or hypotheticals that I guess people can consider when it comes to possibly getting a Neuralink in the future. Okay, so you, uh, you want me to play the clip now? Yeah, play the clip first, and then we'll, we'll discuss it afterwards so that okay. people kind of have a frame of reference. All right, let's do it. It's likely that we will merge somehow or another with this sort of technology, and it'll augment what we are now, or do you think it will replace us? And if you want me to pause it throughout, I can. Oh, we can just well, run with it, and then we'll the talk scenario. about it after. The, the, the merge scenario with AI is the one that seems like probably the best. Like For if, us. Yes. Like, if you if you can't beat it, join it. <laughs> That's, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, so, from a long-term existential standpoint, that's like the purpose of Neuralink is to create a high bandwidth interface to the brain such that we can be symbiotic with AI because we have a bandwidth problem. You just can't communicate through your fingers. It's too slow. And where's Neuralink at right now? I think we'll have something interesting to announce in a few months. This was about That's two years ago if anybody was wondering. Better than anything else. Probably, I think better than probably anyone thinks is possible. Oh, it's four How years, much can you talk about that right now? 2018. I don't want to jump the gun on that. Yeah. Um, but what's like the ultimate, what's, what's the idea behind it? Like what are you trying to accomplish with it? Like what would you like, best case scenario? 
I think best case scenario, we effectively merge with AI, uh, where we AI serves as a tertiary cognition layer, uh, where we've got the limbic system, um, kind of the you know, primitive brain essentially. You've got the cortex. So you're, you're currently in a symbiotic relationship. Your, your cortex and limbic system are in a symbiotic relationship. And generally people like their cortex and they like the limbic system. I haven't met anyone who wants to delete their limbic system or delete their cortex. Everybody seems to like both. And the cortex is mostly in service to the limbic system. People may think that, that, that they're that the thinking part of themselves is in charge, but it's mostly their limbic system that's in charge. And the cortex is trying to make the limbic system happy. That's what most of that computing power is oriented towards. How can I make the limbic system happy? That's what it's trying to do. Now, if, if we do have a third layer, which is the AI extension of yourself, that is also symbiotic. Um, and there's enough bandwidth between the cortex and the AI extension of yourself such that the AI doesn't de, de facto separate, then that could be a good outcome. That could be quite a positive outcome for the future. So instead of replacing us, it will radically change our capabilities. Yes. It will, it will enable anyone who wants to have superhuman cognition. Anyone who wants. This is not a matter of earning power because your earning power would be vastly greater after you do it. So it's just like anyone who wants can just do it in theory. That's the theory. And, and if that's the case, then, and let's say billions of people do it, then the outcome for humanity will be the sum of, of human will the sum of billions of people's desire for the future. And but that, that billions be, of people with enhanced cognitive ability, radically yes, enhanced. Yes. And th which would be, it, how much different than people today? Like if you, if you had to explain it to a, a person who didn't really know, understand what you were saying, like how much different are you talking about? When you say radically improved, like what do you mean? You mean mind reading? It would be difficult, it would be difficult to, to really appreciate the, dif the difference. Um, you know, it's kind of like how much smarter are you with a phone or computer than without? It's, you're vastly smarter, actually. You know, you can answer any question. If you, if you connect to the Internet, you can answer any question pretty much instantly, any calculation. Uh, the, the, your phone's memory is essentially perfect. Uh, you can remember flawlessly. Your phone can remember videos, pictures, everything perfectly. Uh, that's the that your phone is already an extension of you. You're already a cyborg. You don't even well. Most people don't realize they are already a cyborg. It that phone is an extension of yourself. It's just that the the data rate, the rate at which of the communication rate between you and the cybernetic extension of yourself that is your phone and computer is slow. It's very slow. And, and that, that, that it's like a tiny straw of, of, of information flow between your biological self and your digital self. And we need to make that tiny straw 
like a giant river, huge, high bandwidth interface. It's an interface problem, data rate problem. You solve the data rate problem, then I think, I think we can hang on to human machine symbiosis through the long term. And then people may decide that they want to retain their biological self or not. I think they'll probably choose to retain their bi biological self. Versus some sort of Ray Kurzweil scenario where they download themselves into a computer? You will be essentially snapshotted into a computer at any time. If your biological self dies, you could just probably just upload into a new unit. Literally. Pass that whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> So, so I got a couple of comments. I yeah, don't know if you I, want to discuss pros and cons first, but I, I got a couple to question here. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll hit, hit you with what I got after. So my first pro, I would say, would be the fact that you would be able to compute things faster. That would probably be my only pro that I can logically think of. Cons would be, one, think about how easy, easy it is to hack into anything, and anybody figures out how to hack into anything. It's just a matter of time. It's a good Two, point. once you're connected into some type of AI computer system, like there'd be a whole other concept of viruses where you could be, you know, hacked, get a virus and it would be connected into your body. Yeah. And if like, just being, you, you get like sick. on a phone you can throw away from you. Yeah. And if like, you know, they say mind over matter, like when, with illnesses. Right. So if you get sick and you're connected to the not, not sick, let's say you get a, a virus on your Neuralink. Couldn't that trick your brain into making you think that you're sick? And you actually like physically get ill for an extended period of time until you get your, uh, you know, antivirus reinstalled, which would be your vaccine. Maybe I don't know. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. That's a good point. It could be another virus too, where it's something as crazy as like, say, you want to move your right arm, but it messes up your connection, so your left arm moves, or vice versa with or your you, legs, where you, you move your left leg and then your right leg moves, and it's just type of a or you taste color. You mess up your configuration, you know? Or you taste color and, and see sounds, right? See, and that would make sense if you're AI. <laughs> right, right. Oh, my God. Or just, like, you start seeing the Matrix wall everywhere you go. You're like, oh, shit. So that's a good point. Sounds, that's a good it sounds point. Sounds like a Black Mirror episode. You can almost, like, uh, like, I don't know if you've seen the episode, but there's an episode where I refuse people to are watch connected with this. Black and they Mirror. can, like, turn off who you can and can't see and who you can and can't see. Oh, you, like, block people in real life. Yeah, I've heard about exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. I refuse to watch Black Mirror just because I uh, it makes me nervous. But so th yeah, totally those are good fine. points. Those are good points. Some I I wrote down some like keywords that he kept saying. He kept saying symbiotic, right? And in biology, symbiotic is a mutually beneficial relationship between two organisms, right, or two systems. So he's treating AI as uh, he's considering it a life form in itself, right? So no way it is. It, I know I understand that, but symbiotic would mean it's beneficial to both of us. And I, he said, if you you can't beat them, join them. So I, it, to me, that tells me that he already, either AI has already reached a point or it will very soon reach a point where it can destroy humans, right? Terminator, Skynet scenario, right? Even simple as like, hey, your job is to clean. What's the way to not ever have to clean forever? Get rid of humans. Like any of it can track back to something like that if it's just trying to get better and better at its job. Yeah. And then, um, you know, he, he kept saying merging is like a, a positive, right? So that intent that says that not merging would be 
based you know logic logically if you if merging with ai is a positive a net positive then not merging is a negative a net negative right does it mean if, if we don't negative in the aspect of ai but hear me out though say that there is ai and then there's the like people that are half ai half people wouldn't the ai almost if he's trying to converge with them and try to make it so it's all one thing wouldn't the ai almost see the half human half ai people as like almost like dirty inferior ai yeah inferior ai where there'd be another polarization between almost not like races but it races in a way where it's like the half well, biological and then the fully fully ai and those would become like the elite types you know right well it's like in futurama like the like uh the robots are like you know <laughs> like they're the the lower like race or class, you know, like, Oh, you're a robosexual, ew, you know, or like, you know, uh, things like that. So they're like second class citizens. So that's a good point. Um, and then he said, make us smarter. So I might, I want to ask you about this. Does being able to compute information or process information faster really make you smarter? Or does that just make you more able to answer questions faster or solve equations faster like to me that wouldn't solve for like any kind of creativity because i feel like people who are extremely creative and and like uh you know talented in an artistic or creative way uh are oftentimes very smart individuals right um oftentimes nerd dorks as you would would call them are so rigid in their thinking patterns that they can't actually live in the world you know they actually they don't know how the world works uh, on a human human level, right? Yeah, because they're thinking so far past, they can't really interact with normal people because they're thinking of crazy, intricate concepts while other people are sitting here talking about, yeah, oh, the weather today. And then, and then he also he 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 mentioned, you know, humanity will be under the control of human will, as if otherwise it'd be under control of the AI will. But if the two are merged, how can you tell the difference between human will and AI will? what the AI wants or what the human wants, right? And I think he meant, just guessing, he meant the choice to accept the AI would be then, would that's the decision, not what you do once you've accepted the AI into your life. My other question, too, that I'm thinking about is, say that you get this, and it's, you know, computers, you have to pay every year for a new update. So theoretically, what if there's updates to this, you get the near link, then you can't afford the updates. What are you going to do? Well, be far back what if there's glitches in it and you can't get updates for it well i imagine like just much much like vaccines it'll be free <laughs> you know if it's really sin if it's free watch out dude you know what i mean like anything like that like only the first one will be free and then all the upgrades afterward is where they're going to get you because once they get the link in you then you have to buy the upgrades otherwise you're going to have issues with your software right and then he, he also meant, talking about money he also mentioned earning power he said your earning power will increase but if a billion people get get this thing then what's the incentive for one of their earning power to increase you know what i mean like it would definitely it would in almost instantly create sub you know not subhumans but sub species of of people who uh are are not as smart or not as you know they don't have as much earning power so you basically just be creating two classes of like much like the we were talking about two classes of individuals, one group who can work extremely fast and, you know, basically be the leaders of everyone else who refuses it. 
And then he also mentioned cyborg, right? He said you you and this is something I, I learned a long time ago. You know, the definition of a cyborg is just uh, the integration of technology into the uh, in human life or human body, right? So like you and I wear both both wear glasses. By definition, we're that's makes us cyborgs because we're using technology to enhance something about ourselves, right? We're enhancing our vision with glasses. So something as simple as that technically makes you a cyborg. And it's true or with the phone. Anybody that's had a heart transplant, anything like that, if they have any type of like machinery or like pacemakers, theoretically, those people would technically be a cyborg too. Yeah. Um, sorry, my landlord texted me. <laughs> oh, timing. That's never good. Um, I'll text her later. But yeah, so so the and this goes back to what we were talking about. Is this a net good thing? Is this a net positive thing? I can't tell. You know, it's very mixed emotions about this guy. Um, cause my conspiracy brain is like red flags, red flags, red flags, but also, you know, not so bad. I don't know. I can't tell. Like it's all like Joe Rogan says, it's almost inevitable at some point we will merge deeper with technology. And like I said, I have no problem with that as long as we're still human and we still have our basic rights and freedoms that we do. But in 50 years, will that be an archaic concept? You know what I mean? Well, because I look we'll be at owned by Neuralink in a sense, because we wouldn't actually be human. So you could almost make a new patent on people and have like a whole new way of being able to right. mass control people. Well, and is it a, a, would it be an extension of humans? Would it be like a, a tool that we use, like our phones? But I could you could argue that even just our phones are already changing our, uh, you know, behavior patterns, our interactions, uh, the the species as a whole, right? So and if you don't believe in that, go look up algorithms and you'll fully understand. <laughs> right. Well, eventually, like life will just be an algorithm, you know, <laughs> with this stuff. So I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence. I'm le- oh, not necessarily. I'm leaning towards don't get it. Don't trust it. You know, at least if it you know, I always say if we ever make like superhuman robots or AI or whatever, just put a short extension cord on it so you can always just unplug that bitch. You know what I mean? Like, I got one other fear, too, that I was thinking about. So it's a two-parter to this one. But so if you believe that there might be something past this life when you pass away, if you're connected into this Neuralink and it's able to theoretically keep your consciousness alive forever, does that mean that you're almost trapped within an AI prison that you're never able to see that other side? But, but and what the other connection that I have to that, that's part of that question is um, if that is the case and somebody passes away, like he was saying, and you can download the consciousness into a computer, would that consciousness actually be that person or would it be a copy of their consciousness you, to make everybody around them happy, but it's not actually them? You just answered your question, your first question. You it's, I think it's in, at this level at this point, it's impossible. It would be impossible to download or transmit a consciousness into a digital form, right? Because from what you and I know, consciousness is something extra dimensional, right? It's some sort of quantum. Unless he knows a lot more than we think we do. That's true. But I'm saying from what we, from what we know, right? I'm not saying remote viewing or anything like that. I'm saying from what we know, um, techno- our, our consciousness is some sort of divine something, right? Yeah. Um, so I think you answered your question with the second question. When, when, he said, when you say download your consciousness, I think you're downloading your algorithm, your data, 
your behavior patterns, your speech patterns, your personality type, all those things, that's what would be downloaded. And it would be almost an exact copy, but your true consciousness would be gone. But I mean, once you connect the Neuralink, they may understand consciousness in a way deeper level. So maybe after a couple of years of messing around and playing with it, maybe we would understand a deeper understanding of consciousness where there is a theoretical way that you could trap it possibly if it's like an energy or something like that. Yeah, I, I agree. But I'm, I'm saying like with what we know now, I don't think that is what's coming. But even with you know, some of the CIA documents about, you know, the electric universe basically saying we live in a simulation like like scientifically and spiritually we live in like some sort of holographic type universe. Our consciousness is our reality, our perception and everything like that. Um, I think it's beyond science at that point. You know what I mean? I don't think he unless there's some sort of weird voodoo magic ritual, something that takes place with the Neuralink. As far as I don't think they'd actually be able to physically obtain the consciousness. And you're right; we could always learn more. We could always understand. Like you're saying it more. with Futurama too, it could almost be something like that, where it seems like consciousness is within the brain. So, what if you would get the neural link? But it's, it's not. Your brain, it's not in the brain. Could, or if it, if they found a way to make a connection to your brain. It could almost be something like Futurama, you know, where like when your body dies, they preserve your head and then your head has your consciousness and stuff and then you can attach it to a new robot suit and call it a day. Right, right. Well, that's a good point. Um, But I think we, from all all the things that we've looked into, the conscious, the brain is just a antenna for consciousness, right? Consciousness, we talk about the collective consciousness, right? It's out there. It's not here. So that's my only, that's what I mean by like, I don't think, I don't think that is your true consciousness would ever be, but you're right. There is some, we could learn things. We could, you know, figure some stuff out. So let's bring this that now that we kind of have this understanding of what this guy's about, it's muddled, it's muddy, mixed emotions, right? Twitter, what is happening with, with this topic? What, what is the deal with it? Right. Um, is he going to use it for good? Is he going to use it for bad? I don't know. I got a ton of shit on Twitter today, uh, because I just said, Hey guys, you know, it takes like a, some time for, for a company this size to be transferred to new ownership, right? It, it papers have to be signed. Lawyers got to get paid SEC filings, things like that, especially if he's taking it private, right? So I'm like, the algorithm and the rules have not changed in 24 hours. You know what I mean? There's no way. And people are like, all these accounts are coming back. Tucker Carlson, who's been banned for two months, he's like, we're back. All these accounts are just all of a sudden back. And that makes me suspicious because I'm like, it doesn't happen that fast. But then someone who who made a good point, uh, it was Rogue Ways on Twitter, uh, Lindsay, she said... Unless they knew this was coming and they erased the evidence, they they changed the algos and they fucking just, you know, basically took their hands off of it after they, they reset it, took their hands off of it leading up to this. I, I That's a good point, what, what she said. But would the people who have Twitter who are desperately hanging on to this power structure that they, they, they control... Would they just let go of it and and let everybody back on? And I, I'm just saying, I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying to me, 
these things take time, at least a couple of weeks before any real change happens. But you already see people uh, coming back from for, for to Twitter who have been gone for so long. So that's that's to me is a red flag that all this stuff is happening so quickly when we it's been 24 hours since the deal was made that doesn't even mean anything's been signed no hand you know there's been no exchange of of dollars or keys or anything like that i mean i imagine most of twitter will you know the the people at the top will quit you know people writing the code and things like what are your thoughts on that because to me big red flag that the fact that it's it doesn't how did it change overnight you know what i mean I mean, I agree with what you're saying. There's no way that that would change that fast. But this is my thought, kind of like, I guess, kind of like hers. Um, if they knew this was coming, and it's been a thing that's going on for a while now, so they knew it was coming, they knew it was going to happen, it could have been a matter of as soon as the trigger got pulled, they were just like, all right, not our problem, and they just left it back to where it was, deleted all their you know, stuff that's their settings on it, so to speak, mm-hmm. and just said, all right, well, we're just going to release it and you can fix it whenever you own it. Almost like, you know, when you get fired from a place and you knock shit over or whatever as you're leaving, like it's almost like they're trying to purposely like just say, like, fuck it, right. we're going to make it, it, it as awful as possible so you can deal with it because like it's your you, fucking problem You now. put your two weeks in or let's say you don't even put your two weeks in, but they hire a new guy and they're like, all right, train this guy. And you're like, oh shit, and then they fire you as soon as he gets trained, right? It's like yeah, that's same yeah concept yeah right that's a good point or like deleting all your search history before your girl borrows your phone you know what I mean like oh, oh. clearing out all their bullshit and settings because they probably know that if anybody's gonna figure out what they were doing it would be Elon Musk so they don't know when the power is gonna completely shift so they want all of their information all of their things that they've set all their algorithms off of it because if they were doing some shady shit he would they don't expose want it. anybody else to figure it out or get exposed for it so they just released it and said Wild West have at it. See, that's a good point, and I think that's exactly what what Rogueways was saying, um, and I just, I didn't understand that. I just was saying, based on what I've seen, this seems fishy. But I think you you and her make a good point that maybe that's why the deal took so long. You know what I mean? He mentioned it or whatever. He, if he mentions it, he's already started working on it. You know what I mean? He just doesn't just say something publicly and not already have it in the works, right? And he's got so much money that I'm sure Twitter knew that whatever he wants, he was going to find a way to get it. And if he didn't get it through that means, he was going to try 30 other means of doing it. Because well, the dude builds fucking spaceships. If there's a problem, he figures it out, you know? Right. And and he, he even said, like, you know, he, he bought all those shares, right? And he was the largest shareholder. Well, then the Saudi princes bought more shares and overtook him. And then they offered him a, a spot on the board, and then he was like, okay, cool. And then once he found out he couldn't publicly criticize Twitter once he's on the board, he said, nope, I'm good. And then he was like, "I can I buy it all, you know? And so I think he, he had this whole thing planned out. But then that goes back to was this whole thing scripted from the beginning? What's the end game, right? What is the – what's the strategy behind Twitter uh, to begin with? Because all these new social media platforms, I'm sorry – they they are not necessarily failed, but they're not taking off. I love Float. Float's a great app. There's like 30 people on it. It's really hard. I didn't even know that existed. Uh, <laughs> exactly. It, it's really hard to gain traction on there, right? Especially if you want to get into this alt space. I mean, I, I'm a new podcaster. I'm trying to build up and, and grow, right? So it's really hard to do on these new apps where there's not really anybody there except, you know, the uh, 
you know, all conservatives or all Q people or whatever, it's really hard to grow. It's still hard to grow on the mainstream apps, but it's still a little easier, right? As long as you keep it tame, you kind of play the game a little bit. So, uh, you know, all I, my hope is that Twitter will go back to kind of a Wild West thing. Um, I think he might even bring Jack back, Jack Dorsey, because Jack originally, I think, wanted it to be like a Wild West, but he just, you know, he was his hands were tied, in my opinion. I, th- I still think he's a douchebag, but... You know, everybody can have some redemption, but I I don't know, man. There's, I, yeah, I don't know. I really don't. I'm waiting for the future. I think he's going to be one of those people that's so far into the tech industry that he's going to try to own and take over the majority of it, almost like a like a Disney type of scenario. Except we're just watching the beginning of where Walt Disney started, where in another like 50 years he could have that corporation that owns everything that has to do with technology and social media for all we know this is just like the start of the enterprise you know Mm -hmm. where you don't see it take over everything until 60 years after the original founder passed away right you think he's gonna go after amazon i think he might i mean maybe he won't get amazon but he might try to go after facebook it depends on mark Zuckerberg, i guess guess we'll have to play around with that or maybe he'll partner up with them but i feel like he's gonna try to do a power grab for as much technology and technology companies as he possibly can while he's here because that's the only way he's going to continue his name into the future. And that's what he's been saying forever is that he wants to be a staple person as far as like the progression of humans and civilization. So I think he's going to do everything he can to make his mark. And by doing so, he's going to try to own every company in the process so that he can put his name on it. Because even though, you know, he may not own Twitter or may not have created Twitter. um, If he owns it for the next 30 years, 30 years down the road, nobody's going to know the original owner of Twitter. They're just going to be like, Oh, Elon Musk was the owner well, of Twitter. And that's what he did with all his other tech ventures in the past. He didn't start PayPal. He just bought it at one point and then sold it when it was bigger. Um, I'm pretty so sure. It might just be an investment thing. It, it could be. Um, but something that I think Sam Tripoli brought up on Twitter was, where do you get the cash? Where do you get the money for this? Because the theory is that a lot of his money comes from government sources you know and is now is i mean hey my, he could my, be the he could be the tech puppet in a sense for the government that's another possibility right, but the, especially considering he's working with nasa it's like I, I was gonna make that point but then my conspiracy brain was like but tech was already in the hands of the government through the liberal world order right the the libtards that controlled twitter but they want a likable face on it, though. That's the thing. Well, half so. of most of Twitter liked the that face. You know what I mean? It was just, it was the dissidents on the right of center who didn't like it. You know, so I don't know. You know, eighty-one million votes. <laughs> you know, most people liked it, I guess. But I don't. I think they just maybe they saw the writing on the wall. The people at Twitter, like they saw Disney, they saw Netflix. What's happening? Like. Get woke, go broke, lose all your fucking money, you know. Um, but then, you know, he's talking. His big push, Elon, was uh, he kept saying, "We got to get rid of these bots, right?" And we know there's a lot of bots on Twitter. I'd say the majority of Twitter is bots. That's most of the internet, right? But how is he going to get rid of the bots by doing some sort of verification system for all users? 
much like Parler did. And I, to this day, I cannot remember if I gave Parler my driver's license to get verified. I can't remember. I think I started it. I never finished it, but I might have, right? And that was a fucking honey pot. It was a fucking honey trap, right? So if he does the same thing with Twitter, if he asks for my fucking details, my credentials, I'm not, I'm going to get off. I can't do it. Um, yeah, that's the other thing. Make a giant database of everybody, and then you know the types of things they say, and that's another possibility. If he's working with the government, then they know who well, to I watch out for. Well, I think they already have the data on everybody because you can trace your IP. You know, it goes back to your IP. They know, okay, that address is the, you know, that that's not hard for them to do, but um, I, I don't There's know. There's a lot of VPN users out here, though. Yeah, good point. I, I would like to get a VPN. I don't even know how to fucking set that shit up, dude. I'm, and even if you use a VPN, if your ID's on file, they know exactly who's the one posting it. Yeah, I couldn't even find my fucking power button on my computer before the show tonight. <laughs> so, um, you know, this is they say my generation's a tech generation. Dude, I'm fucking retarded, you know. I've had an iPhone since I was 14. Barely know how to use most technology. You know, I can swing a hammer pretty good, which is, I guess, is a fading skill. But yeah, man, it's uh, oh man, it'll come back around though. Yeah, I feel like you know we're we're in a highly feminized time, but we're we're gonna go back into the masculine. It's it's a sway back and forth. So it may not be looked at as a good thing now, but in another twenty years, you know, things are gonna change. We might be in a highly masculine society by then. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, fe- masculine, feminine, feminine, I think it's a balance, but, and I don't think feminine's a bad thing, but I, I get what you mean. Like, I've always agreed that it's like yin and yang. You don't want too much feminine. You don't want too much masculine. You want a, a good balance. It's almost like a good relationship. You know, the woman balances out the good parts in the male and vice versa, or, you know, right. Depending right. on the couple. I don't want, I don't want to say anybody's couples but generally speaking most couples there's well like in every a, gay one couple and, one and they balance every, each other out every you know? gay couple one of them's a girl i mean <laughs> you know what i mean exactly. hey which one of you is a girl and they'll tell you yeah it's me <laughs> you know so but let's see it still goes back to it though you need that yin and yang because the two different sides of energy balance each other out because you don't want too much masculine otherwise you're going around fighting everybody and you don't want too much feminine otherwise you know you're not gonna i don't want to say it, not everybody has a backbone but there's just there's not going to be that like stand up and fight instinct. Yeah, like it's there a balance. A lot of males, you know. It's a balance for sure. So exactly. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I'm trying to get, like you said, I'm trying to wait this one out. I'm trying not to jump on the bandwagon. Um, I, I was going to tweet <laughs> all the words you can't say. Uh, you couldn't say 24 hours ago. I was going to tweet them all. Uh, you know, like I'm not even going to say the words on the podcast, but I was going to tweet just. You know, just the words you can't say on Twitter. I'm just going to tweet them all and then say, is this free speech? Is it? Does it work now? Uh, but And I tweeted it and I deleted it like instantly. I was like, no, that's not it. It was just bad. You know what I mean? But I like if we can get back, if I cannot worry about it and get back to that, I'll be happy to say all those words because to me, words are just words. You know, that doesn't it doesn't matter, especially in that context where I'm literally just saying the words in order of the way, you know, what you cannot say. And then saying, you know, does this is this right? Does this work? You know, am I going to get banned for this? Um, so I, I I didn't even want to push it, you know. So we'll see what happens. I'm going to wait this one out. I'm just going to continue doing my thing, not paying attention. And uh, we got our own freedom of speech source over here, anyways. That's what podcasts are for too. So all those fails, we can't go on that platform. We always got our podcasts, and we'll just jump onto the next platform if yeah. we shut the last one down. Yeah, for sure. You got to watch out for Patreon though. They'll they'll get you. Every now and then, so 
Um, well, did you want to, did you want to hit an, another topic? Do you want to wrap it up? Save it for next week. Oh no, I don't mind hitting another topic. As long as you got some time, I'm down for it. I got some time, dude. So, um, I guess to lighten things up a little bit, we wanted to, did you want to introduce it? Yeah, I can introduce it. Okay, go so for it. So before we start here, it sounds like a deep question, but we're going to make it fun. So the question is, does our government lie to us? Do you want to, do you want to touch base on this one first? Or would you like me to? Um, well, what about what, what do they lie to us about? Like, you know, I feel like if they did lie to us, it would be for our own, our own good, our own good, our own best interest to keep us safe, um, to protect Always us. Always wear a mask. Yeah. You know, that, that's really important. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like if they are lying to us, it's probably good. But at the end of the day, I don't think they lie to us. I think it's just, um, they have no incentive to lie to us as citizens, um, you know, because we, we vote for them and, you know, if they lie to us, we're not going to continue to vote for them and then they won't have their power and then they, you know, then they can't help us. And I know that's really what they want to do is just help us out the best they can. Um, you know, like I know our tax dollars go to feeding the homeless and helping the poor rise up and, you know, defending us from terrorists and and bad guys and drugs all over the world you know um we are the city on the hill as they say and you know you don't lie in in the city on the hill it's just it's i think people lie to each other but i don't think the government as a whole i think they're good people i think they um really care about us and no i don't that's my answer i don't think they lie to us at all see i'm glad that we have both sides of the puzzle on here because I think they lie about almost everything that they they don't want us to know, which is more more than you would think. That's that's my belief on it. Like, well, I think you're just a a, a skeptic, dude. I think you just you are uh, paranoid um, because you don't follow the rules because you <laughs> you have something to hide. You know what I mean? That's why you're worried about like you know when they say they want to you know tap into our phones or. Uh, track us or you know make us get vaccinated uh, with an experimental vaccine Um, I think you're just paranoid dude I think you're just I don't think you I think you're just scared I think someone hurt you a long time ago and you just can't you know you can't trust people and I think that's on you Um, but I don't think they would ever I, I think you're just paranoid dude like what do you have to hide you know what I mean who cares if they're tracking you listening to your phone calls they're, I mean, they wouldn't lie lie about why they're doing those things. It's to protect us, dude. So if you don't have anything to hide, then what's the big fucking deal, Shane? But I'm talking about just the aspect of what about 9-11, for example? Do you think that they told the truth during that one? Yes. I mean, that's the literally every official narrative. It, it, it all lines up. I mean, 19 guys from Saudi Arabia hijacked those planes two of them crashed into the world trade centers and three buildings fell at free fall speed so that's i mean that's the official narrative and that's what happened i mean those buildings were not built to withstand well they were built to withstand plane crashes but because the jet fuel was so hot it it destroyed the structural integrity of I mean dude it's common sense man don't you know didn't you read the papers back then I mean that's what happened and then building 7 that fell that was two blocks away where all the 
financial records were 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 kept. That was that was just a, a coincidence. I mean that it was a the 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 the, the towers the debris flew over there like a spark or like an ember and it burned that one down too and it fell as well so yeah and then like the pentagon i was about to say what about the pentagon and that straight flight down into a these pilots were highly they were highly trained they hated us so much that they went to american flight schools for six months before and they got their pilot's licenses and trained for these maneuvers in america because they hated us so much that that's how badly they wanted to hurt us, that they could do these nearly impossible maneuvers that most fi- pilots today can't do, uh, trained pilots. That's how good these guys were. That's how much they hated us and hated you and your freedom, Shane. And they flew a plane almost, you know, 10 feet off the ground going extremely fast into the Pentagon um, and into the accounting accounting sector, you know, the five sections of the Pentagon. There's five walls, right? They hit the accounting office where they said some money went missing, but now they have no way to track it. So like we can't hold them to it, right? Because all those records burned up, everything like that. They're, so we can't blame them for that. That wasn't their fault, okay? So they, they lost all this money because the plane, because the terrorists didn't want us to find it. The terrorists probably stole the money, and then we they blew up the, the, the records of it, right? And that just screwed us over financially, right? And And that was a... Technically, that's a military target, so that's a, that's better than the towers, right? That they hit the Pentagon, but I mean, they they hit it so hard that the cameras in the you know the the the, the Pentagon, the the defense capital of our wonderful empire of a nation, only one camera was working outside that actually caught it, and they only got one frame from it. That's how bad the impact was that it messed up the cameras all over and only like two or three still frames came in and it was so blurry it didn't even really look like a plane which is strange but that's how bad the attack was you know there's always something weird going on with the cameras whenever there's something sketchy going on well that's on. just how that's just you you like i said you're paranoid you you just <laughs> you, you you worry too much uh things happen there's so many cameras in our vast surveillance system to 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 keep the terrorists at bay Shane that that sometimes they're not all going to work. I mean, could you run millions and millions of cameras and surveillance systems without I mean, any I problems? Hope so if you're a federal government, they probably got a team on staff. Well, they are just people, and they all make mistakes. So, but they're not going to lie to you about it. You know. I mean, what, what else the, you got? What about the whole COVID agenda? We'll just go to a little bit more of a present day one. I mean, do you think that was out of the kindness of their hearts that they believed that? Pushing all this stuff and doing all these different things to people well, or something that was needed. To, they're just trying to keep us safe, dude. I mean, <laughs> I mean, did, how insensitive of you to even <laughs> consider that? I mean, do you think they just enjoy killing us? You think, you, you know, when Bill Gates was talking about, you know, we're overpopulated and we can solve that with vaccines, he wasn't talking about, you know, you know, or in pen, he wasn't talking about just killing people with, with, uh, with diseases and drugs, he's saying he's going to save us by lowering the population, but at a in a healthy way through like abortions and and uh, you know sterilization because not not everybody should have kids. Shane, that's so, true. 
I'll give you that one. So we have to sterilize the poor people, which they is they're not lying to us about that. That's what they want, and I I agree. You know, we can't have all these poor babies running around. I mean, we need some for the you know the slave labor. I mean, not the slave labor. Sorry, that's offensive. But you know, to like wait our tables and like you know take out the trash. Shane, I can't believe you. You would think they lie. They're not lying to us about it. They're telling us everything. And they, with, with a 100%, um, you know, love. They care let, about Let me us. rephrase that. They don't lie. They just withhold information. Because then you're not technically lying. You're telling the truth, but you're just taking out the parts well, that might be bad on your part. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. We all do that every day, right? Fair enough. I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. Right. I don't know, man. It's kind of a mixed emotion on it. Oh, dude. I'm sorry. I, I cannot. Like of... I cannot keep that up. <laughs> dude, I did not know if you were being sarcastic that whole damn time or if you were being serious. Oh, so I was dude. just playing along with it. No, I can't. I can't keep it up, dude. Like, I'm, it hurts my head. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, we got to find a better. We got to find a better stick. CIA, as far as Osama bin Laden goes, too. That's another one. Oh my god. Well, like I was listening to. Uh, I listened to the. Uh, People giving shit, give me shit for this, but I've been listening to the old Art Bell episodes, like from coast to coast. Uh, there's a podcast feed that's running them, and I've I've listened to the 9/11 episode, like the night after the attack, right? And it was crazy. Even that night, everyone was like, you know, he just had call-ins and stuff. They were like, well, I, you know, their CNN is saying it was Osama bin Laden, and like so, out of everything they learned that day, the one thing they knew for sure was they didn't even know how many people died but they were like it was osama bin laden and he was and of course in the, all the important people were missing out of the building when the attacks happened yeah it's weird right yeah yeah and I, and so me being sarcastic there was also some truth to that like they do tell us for the most part what's going on it's just not the whole truth or it's in some sort of weird karmic um way so that we never really you know, it's like they let us kind of know what, what they want. Like, much with Elon Musk. Like, he's like, yeah, we want to merge humans and AI. But you're like, eh, whatever, okay. But then that happens, and then they're like, we told you this was going to happen, you know? They just put it in subtle so you don't really catch it. Right. Like, other conversation with, be like, oh, by the way, this is going on. But we're talking about this, though. <laughs> right, like with COVID, uh, I mean, like six months before it hit, Fauci was like, Donald Trump is going to, face a terrible pandemic man like they you know what i mean they slip those little things in um what about but, all the uh big the the big company owners and stuff that all dipped out all right the before C- COVID happened dude too? everyone was that was a big thing in the community like six eight nine months leading up to covid and they uh, all had connections to china ironically too all, all these the companies all these ceos it was like over 200 ceos stepped down and then the market crashed after, you know, when COVID hit. So I was like, oh, my, yeah, something was going on. And it made sense afterwards, right? Once you saw it, you're like, oh, everyone was like, oh, something's coming or market crash, whatever. But it's like it all made sense afterwards. Like they're letting you know somehow that something's coming. Um, but, yeah, they lied to us all the time. It's a f- complete fucking bullshit. Uh, we'll never know the truth. Um, Dude, I was I was having mixed emotions. I was like, all right, he's from Texas. Maybe he's a super patriotic American here. No, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, fuck these guys. I don't even like my fucking city government, dude. Fuck all of them. <laughs> dude, I'm going to be honest, though. You looked like your brain was about to explode as you were saying that. You're like, no, the cameras are okay. I'm just no, like, dude, uh, my, literally, uh, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm now exhausted from, like, because I'm you trying to doing that all the time. The That's people awesome. that are sitting here going, yes, the government never lies to us, dude. Like, 
How, how do their heads not explode? I don't understand. <laughs> Never question anything? Yeah, no, they don't. But remember, we're the ones that have mental disabilities, according to recent polls. The people that are anti-vax and anti-government. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, we're full retards, for sure. Jesus. Because we learn to question things. If anything, that just shows that a sign, that's a sign of intelligence that you can well, question it go, things. It goes back to when you were kid, like kids in your class, right? The kids who always acted up or asked dumb questions and stuff. What happened to them? They got put on fucking Ritalin and 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 uh, fucking Adderall to like calm their asses down, right? So they were like, they were stomping dissent from an early age. I mean, that happened. It's we see it all the time. That's a whole other game, dude. They're trying to put me on ADHD medicine when I was a kid, and, like, I definitely don't have it. I mean, I think it's a matter of – that's another thing. It's about suppressing people because they know that the people that have active minds like that are going to be the ones that question everything and the ones that actually will act upon the things that they think versus – they're like, all right, we need to we need to chill them out a little bit. Or everybody else that's playing perfect little automaton robot and going, yes, teacher, one answer. Yes, teacher, mm-hmm. one answer. Those are the ones they ain't got to worry about. They're worried about the guy that's going, teacher, but this could be right. But this could be right. Could This could be right. They're going, nope, ADHD, go give him some medicine. Yeah, see, <laughs> I, I learned at a very young age to just game the system. Like, I learned both sides of it because I would be like, that's bullshit, but I'm going to give her the right answer and just know that it's bullshit. And then, like, in my paper, I'm going to prove it. You know what I mean? Like in my essay, I'm going to prove that I was right and that she was full of, sh- you know, I, I just learned I to do that in high school. I would write down this, the right answer. And then next to the other two answers that could also be correct. I would still write, this could be correct because of this, this could be correct because of this. And then I'd circle the main answer and go, but this is the answer you want. Right. <laughs> yeah. In so trouble for that one in high school. You, just, time. Le- you just learned the game and, and, and yeah, but it, it is suppressing for sure. So, well, Hey dude, um, anything else? As we wrap it up, uh, I just got to add in a little little important message here that everybody should uh, go out and get their, their COVID vaccines and you should wear masks and you should believe everything that Fauci says because he has your best interests in mind, just like the federal government. Yeah, well, and they never lie. Fauci's uh, telling, telling the God honest truth. Fauci's in hiding right now. He's doing like like D, D-level podcasts. Like he's going on like YouTube live streams with people and all that. So he, he, I haven't seen him on the news in months. So maybe we can get him on the show. <laughs> you should do that and just just brigade him, and he'll just be like, "Fuck, you probably end up believing." But you know, this will be fun, even if it's a five minute episode. I'm sure we'd get more listens than anything else we've ever put out. <laughs> Dude, that we should we should try to get Fauci on. That'd be fantastic. We oh, just got to give him that clip about the government being honest and say, "This is our show. You should come on." <laughs> yeah, like send him a clip of the show where we like go, you know, are playing it, and then. You know, because he's got people, right, that screen all that shit. We'd have to, well, we should probably do start a new show, like fake a new show, call it like, I don't know, like. Facts stri- of our reality. Or, yeah, facts of <laughs> reality or like uh, fact check false, you know, that something like that, like something ridiculous, right? Uh, where, intro has to be where some we say we, music. Yeah, we're, some old school Russian propaganda music. Where we say we like debunk, uh, you know conspiracies and stuff because that's kind of what we're doing right now right we're going through some stuff kind of trying to talk about it so we could start it come up with a new title new logo everything uh you know and then instead of the instead of that like uh preview like here's what we do here's what our show's about we'd love for you to come to like break down some misinformation uh that'd be so great queen yes and then <laughs> and then he comes on and we're like hey fucker 
You should be hanging from a fucking tree because of all Drop the people you Drop down the background, have some nice patriotic flag. As soon as he comes in the room and we start getting him talking, you just drop it down and have big dumb inquiries. Yeah. Come on, bitch, let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even like a Q flag or something. Just really piss him off. You know what I mean? Just like the P- Trump Punisher skull, you know, something like that. Be like, we got you, bitch. <laughs> That'd be funny, so... Well, Dude, uh, I always love that Trump Punisher skull. I got to make a comment on it first. Everybody uses that for, well, more so the blue Punisher skull. Everybody's using it for the pro cops, but clearly everybody that's ever used that doesn't understand what the Punisher is and how many cops and how many corrupt cops he's killed. So, <laughs> yeah. like, out of any symbol you could pick, why the fuck do you pick the one Marvel comic character who's probably killed more cops than any other character? Good point. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, I just put a one of those, not the Punisher sticker, but the the flag with the blue line on it, just to piss, piss I ordered a bunch of Trump stickers, and that came with it, because I was just tired of people at work, like, I had people at work wearing, like, a, would wear shirts, like, in a professional setting that said, like, white silence is violence, you know what I mean, and would, no, no one would say anything to them, but if I wore a Trump 2020 shirt, oh my god, like a a a, a per, like a, a a person came in one day like it's old guy like eighty years old wearing a make a great America great again hat and he was just lost he was just trying to find out where to go he was like and no one would fucking help this guy because he had a make America great hat on and people were just like he needs to fucking die he needs to get out of here we need to fucking kill him and I was Asian bro and I was just like sir can I help you and he was like yeah I'm looking for this and I was like oh it's this way here let me show you you know what I mean people were just being fucking. It's not like this guy is, like, your enemy. He's literally, like, probably dead now. You know what I mean? By now, he's probably dead. So just chill out. So that's when I ordered all those Trump stickers, and I just put them all, all over my truck, and I would back in so that people would see my truck everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's my little re- resistance thing. And then as soon as it, everything ended, I took them all off. But, yeah. So, anyway, that's it for another time. Um, but as we wrap it up here, um, any final thoughts? Final thoughts would be if anybody that's enjoying the show, if there's any questions that you would love pulled apart or anything that you would love to hear on this show, we will say your name if you would like it, and then we can have your question on the show. All you got to do is DM one of us, and we'd be more than happy to answer your questions on the show and even give you a shout-out on the show if you have an awesome question for us. Yeah, that'd be great. And uh, also, so I guess to wrap it up, uh, this whole Elon Musk thing, uh, look at, I just tell people, look at the grander scheme of what he has in mind. Uh, don't jump the gun yet on anything. Kind of just wait and watch and see what happens with Twitter. Um, don't go crazy yet. I know people are not going to like when I say that, but I'm just saying give it some time, 72 hours, maybe even a week, and just wait and see what happens. And then also keep in mind the long game. What's what's the what's the What's the end game here? Uh, but that's it. And yeah, like Shane said, uh, hit us up. If you have any topics you want us to discuss on these, uh, short, sweet, little exclusive bonus shows. And, uh, we got to find a better shtick. I can't keep that sarcasm thing going too long. It fucking hurts my brain, dude. So maybe, I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. It's easy with like something like we did last time with with Kanye, right? That's easy. Cause it's like silly and it's fun. But when it comes to this, like serious stuff, I'm like, Oh, dude, it's so hard because you have such a connection to it. That's why I was looking at you, man. I'm like, all right, two checks. This is Patriot, man. I didn't expect that one. You had me going. You had me going good, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> That's that actor in you. 
<laughs> oh, dude, it was, I'm too tired to act. But anyway, well, uh, everybody, thank you so much. Uh, I'm Kyle from the Big Dumb Podcast. You can find me on all podcast platforms. And uh, Shane, take I'm, us out. I'm Shane from uh, Inquiries of Our Reality. If you're interested in checking out the show, um, you can find all my links on Linktree. Um, whatever you want to call it, the slash. It would just be the normal Linktree address with the slash and then Inquiries of Our Reality Podcast. And if anybody would like to contact me directly, I primarily use Instagram. So the hashtag for that, or whatever you want to call it, screen name, would just be inquiries of our reality. And if you'd like to email me, if you have any questions, anything like that, or you want to hear anything brought up on the show, inquiries of our reality podcast at outlook.com. Cool. And yeah, I finally actually spent time trying to like learn what Linktree was. It's linktr.ee forward slash probably verify that whatever no I, that's right i memorized it link tr dot ee slash whatever the thing is and mine also is linked tr dot ee slash the big dumb podcast so um check it out so well as fills come find us on instagram and i'm sure you'll find that link too if you don't want to look it up oh, yeah. just look us up on instagram you'll find both of us catch me on the gram all right peace have a good night everybody big dumb Inquiries. Big Dub. Inquiries. Big Dub. Inquiries. Big Dub. Inquiries. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.